Hey, good morning, my friends. How are we doing today? Hey, what comes to mind when you hear the words Route 66? Neon and tail fins? Cruising the open road with the top down on the old convertible? Easy Rider? The Great American Road Trip? The roar of a Harley wind in the face and two lanes of asphalt stretching toward a Technicolor sunset? How about great and memorable walkabouts? Even though I'm an incurable fan of the Great American Road Trip, on Route 66, the back roads and the two-lane highways, I also enjoy stretching the legs after a few hours behind the wheel. As it turns out, Route 66 is more than a road trip, as all along that storied old highway are endless opportunity for fun-filled walkabouts, and that includes a neon night's walking tour in the historic business district of Kingman, Arizona with me as a guide. So this morning, let's talk Route 66 walkabouts. First, I want to thank Joe and the boys of the road crew for our theme song. Just hearing it makes me want to take to the road. Of course, all their music makes me want to set out on a road trip adventure. Do you need a bit of inspiration for doubting? Check out Road Crew's website at roadcrew66.com for some great tunes best listened to on the open road. And, of course, I need to thank this week's program sponsor, Cuba, Missouri. Located on Route 66 in the heart of the scenic Ozark Mountains, this delightful little village is chock full of color, history, and some of the best restaurants found east or west of the Mississippi River. Come for the day, spend a week, and see if you're not inspired to put in a change of address card. Of course, this program and Jim Hinckley's America is also made possible through support of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. Okay, this week, let's mix it up a bit and start at the western end of Route 66, the neighborhood of 7th and Broadway in Los Angeles. This is the original western terminus of Route 66. For a first walkabout, I suggest that it be made early on a Sunday morning when traffic is quite light and most parking lots and garages are empty. This is a dynamic district that's full of surprises, history, stunning architecture, and some wonderful opportunities for trying unique and delicious foods. It's also a district in transition. There's ample evidence to suggest that this was the heart of the city skid row just a few years ago. There's also ample evidence to indicate that the tide is turning, that this is a district that's on the cusp of becoming the new in-place in Los Angeles. During the teens and 1920s, this was the heart of the largest theater district in America. But these were not mere theaters. They were truly movie palaces. Construction costs for some of the facades and marquees exceeded a million dollars. Well, many of these urban gems have survived into the current era, 
and are being renovated, as are office buildings that are art deco masterpieces, stores and restaurants. Now, as followers of Jim Hinckley's America know, I like to try different types of foods, and the old Grand Central Market on Broadway is a gastronomical nirvana. More than a century old, this is a massive food court with traditional foods from throughout the world, fresh produce, chocolate, sweets, coffees, and much, much more. As a bonus, it's also a neon wonderland with almost a hundred years of signage on display. Now, my second suggestion for a walkabout is the flip side of the coin. No traffic. More than likely, you won't encounter a single person on the entire walk, and there's nothing to obstruct your view, especially after you reach the summit of the crater. Before getting into details, I have some strong suggestions to make, and want to reiterate they should be taken seriously. Always watch for rattlesnakes. Do not attempt this hike during the months of summer. Always carry at least a gallon of water per person. Let someone know when you start the hike and when you plan on being back. With that said, Amboy Crater, formed of ash and cinders, is 250 feet high and 1,500 feet in diameter. It's situated in one of the youngest volcanic fields in the United States. At the parking lot just off Route 66, a few miles west of Amboy, California, are picnic tables, restroom facilities, and an ADA Ramada overlook for viewing. Amboy Crater was designated a national natural landmark in 1973 for its visual and geological significance. There's a breach on the west side of the crater that provides access. During the eruption, basaltic lava poured from this breach covering more than 24 square miles of desert, creating lava lakes, collapsed lava tubes and sinks, spattered cones, and massive flows of basalt. My pa always said, better to fill your head with useless knowledge than no knowledge at all. With that said, consider this little tidbit. The crater is about 66 miles from Needles and 66 miles from Barstow. With the exception of the climb into the crater and then onto the rim, the hike's relatively moderate. It's a round-trip walk of about three miles to the crater, but you can add a couple of miles if you climb to the rim and walk the circumference. I have a couple of suggested walkabouts in western Arizona. Again, please be mindful of the heat, carry water, and let some know, someone know when you set out and when you plan to return. Let's start with the old Mojave Milltown Railroad Trail, about seven miles each way in length. With the exception of washouts, the trail follows the old roadbed for the ill-fated Mojave and Milltown Railroad a narrow-gauge railroad built in 1903 that connected the mines near Oatman with the Colorado River. All it took to put an end to the endeavor was a couple of hard rains. On two separate occasions, the railroad was severely damaged by torrential desert downpours. With the third series of washouts, the company went bust, and in 1904 the railroad was abandoned. If you find enjoyment in harsh, sun-baked desert landscapes, this walkabout is for you. The best time to travel this trail is late September through mid-May, as summer temperatures often exceed 110 degrees during the day. You access the trailhead off Boundary Cone Road southwest of Oatman, where you'll find a small parking area and a trail sign. From the parking lot, the sign trail is a quarter of a mile to the railroad grade. From here, the trail takes you west, following a slight decline for its entire length. 
Let me give you directions from Needles, California. You follow J Street East, take a left on Front Street, drive about a block to K Street, take a right. Now, K Street becomes State Route 95 here. Follow State Route 95 for 8.9 miles into Arizona. Take a right on the Boundary Cone Road. The trailhead and parking lot are 9.2 miles ahead on the right side of the road. Our next walkabout is just to the north of Kingman, Arizona. The Surbat Foothills Recreation Area is a series of connected trails. Camp Beale is a loop. The other two are out and backs. Camp Beale Trail is a 3.2 mile loop with a 500 foot max elevation gain. This trail connects to Castle Rock Trail at Monolith Gardens via the US 93 underpass. Badger Trail is 3.4 miles and 1100 foot climb up countless switchbacks and this connects to Castle Rock Trail. Castle Rock Trail is the 5 mile connector trail for both the Badger and Camp Beale as well as Castle Rock. As a hint of what you can expect, the Monolith Garden section was recently referenced by a travel writer as a miniature monument valley. History is palpable on these trails. The springs at the site of Fort Beale were used by Father Garces on his expedition in 1876 and by Lieutenant Beale with his camel caravan in 1857. The fort was an important way station on the Mojave Prescott Road in the 1860s and 70s. After the Wallapai Wars in the 1870s, this area served as an internment camp of sorts before the Indians were marched off on a trail of tears to the Colorado River. And there was even once a hotel and resort at the Springs. There are a couple of trailheads, but I prefer the one off Metwell Drive. From Route 66 in Kingman, go north one block to Beale Street and continued northwest toward Las Vegas, Nevada. This would be the uh, I-40 and US-93 business loop. Drive past the I-40 overpass, the truck stops, and just before leaving Kingman, the last street on the left is Metwell Drive. Turn left and then veer right quickly. Continue 0.3 miles. Turn right at the Monolith Gardens trailhead sign and parking lot, lace up the hiking shoes, and set out on an adventure. Well, you know, I am always amazed by how fast time zips by when we get together on Sunday mornings. I didn't even have a chance to tell you about Wallapai Mountain Park, Ed Galloway's Totem Pole Park, or the Johnson Canyon Railroad Tunnel. Well, I can share those in a future episode of 10 Minutes with Jim. I know that Route 66 is all about cruising. However, just as with a detour or tour, I always suggest adding a walkabout to Hans, a Route 66 odyssey. As always, thank you for joining me. I hope that you enjoyed the adventure as much as I did. Check out Jim Hinckley's America website at jimhinckleysamerica.com for more walkabout information and suggestions. And next week on 10 Minutes with Jim, we set out in search of some military history along Route 66. I hope that you can join us for another adventure. And as always, so until we meet again, amigos, embrace the future. Embrace the adventure, drive safe, and if you find a place for great pie, please let me know. We'll see you on the road, my friends. Vaya con Dios.